Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome back. I'm so excited to do this episode. I feel like I say that with every episode. Also, hopefully you can hear my washer and dryer. It's currently going. It's a Sunday. We just um, cleaned and did some chores around the apartment. But um, yeah, welcome. Happy Monday. Thank you, everyone, for um, everyone over on my Coming Home Podcast Instagram for responding to my poll about when you prefer me to upload episodes. I just felt like I wanted not like a consistent schedule, but just like a consistent day so people know when to expect it Um, because I want everyone to listen. I don't want anyone to miss an episode. I don't want you to feel like you have to like catch up on a bunch of them. So anyway, thank you so much for participating. The winning vote was Mondays, which is the day that I originally thought of and the day that I chose for the first two episodes, but it just ended up didn't end up working out for the last two, but it's totally fine. Um, Yeah, so I'm excited to just start on Mondays. I feel like Monday is a good day to upload a podcast episode because, I don't know, Mondays can feel just like daunting and like filled with anxiety. You're starting a new week. I don't know. So if I could offer something that makes Mondays a little bit brighter and maybe lighter, I don't know. I feel like that's just really nice. So this episode is going to be a little bit of a different vibe. It's just me, myself, and I. I just thought it would be fun to, you know, although I have so many people that I would love to bring on the podcast right now, I just feel like it's summer, there's things that are happening, people are busy, and I also just feel like it would be nice for me to do like a little catch up and just kind of talk about like where I'm at right now, how I've been feeling, um, because I feel like sometimes it can feel like you're the only one in the world that feels like this. And I just know that that's not true. And it feels good to hear when someone else is kind of not even just going through it, but someone else is also feeling big things in their life. You know, they're feeling the big emotions. They're going through different transitions and different emotions and things are happening for them. It's just nice to hear um, about some real life Um, emotions and situations. I don't know. I just find it really helpful for me. So where do I even start? Oh my God. I don't even know. I feel like right now I'm kind of in a stage where everything just kind of, well, I shouldn't, that's kind of dramatic. I shouldn't say everything. I just feel like I'm kind of in a stage where everything feels like it's in limbo. Maybe not everything. I need to stop saying everything. I'm in the middle of my degree right now and I've, this is, I'm going into my sixth year post-secondary for those of you that um, saw my little story that I made. I just had sort of like a moment of gratitude um, because I'm going into my sixth year post-secondary. And again, if those of you, if for any of you that listened to the second episode and heard a little bit about my mental health journey, um, I talked about how school made me feel the first time I went right after I graduated high school Um, and I failed and I dropped out and it was this big shameful thing for me. So I feel super, I feel like an intense level of gratitude and just like I'm so proud of myself because I continued in school and not that that measures success at all, 
Um, I feel like you can, you know, make your own success by doing literally anything you want in your life. It doesn't have to be going to school. But for me, at least, um, that kind of meant a lot to me to sort of accomplish. So just the fact that I've, you know, already received a three-year diploma and now I'm halfway through a degree. I never even thought I would go to university. So that's a whole nother like, level of gratitude in itself. But um, yeah, I'm just, I'm feeling super grateful for where I'm at. But at the same time, I'm just feeling in limbo a little bit. Like I'm I have two more years left of my degree and like, yeah, I have a few goals in mind for what I want to do after, but I just have like this feeling of like, maybe in limbo is not the greatest way to explain it, but I just have been having this feeling of like, I'm like nearing the end of like something that's like really spectacular and something that, you know, I'm like in the final stretch feels like it should be so exciting and like, so celebratory for me. And, you know, I just feel a little bit directionless. Um, I don't really have a plan for when I'm done school. And I know that that's totally fine. It's totally normal. I don't, I'm literally <laughs> turning 25 this year. Like, I don't need to have a plan. And I've never sort of lived my life that way. But I don't know, like, I don't really know how to explain it. I just feel like in my head, like, going to university was like such this like big thing or big accomplishment that I would do in my life. And now I'm like finally doing it and I'm nearing the home stretch. And it's kind of like, I don't know, I feel like maybe I just sort of like maybe expected more of like, okay, yes, like the answers would be coming to me. This is what I want to do. This is where I'm going now. Like, I don't know, maybe I just sort of had some sort of expectation of like how I would be feeling going into university and then almost finishing university. It just, I don't know, <laughs> I don't even know how to really explain it. But yeah, just sort of feeling, it's also daunting too. Like I've, uh, like I've done, well, I'll have done seven years, seven full years, eight if you want to count the year I did in college when I flunked out and failed. But yeah, it's just like daunting knowing that like I'll have put in that much work and that much time and so many years and so much of my money as well into this, you know, like work in progress. It's like I'm supposed to have sort of like this end goal and I feel like I'm not there yet. And so, yeah, it's just been feeling... A little bit daunting and overwhelming and gives me anxiety. <laughs> but I'm, again, like I'm not really a person and I've never really lived my life in a way where it's like I need to like set goals and reach them all the time. I just feel like that's not how I function and I kind of just make decisions by the seat of my pants. Like just sort of like, I don't know, do what I feel like I want to do. And I've never really tried to set major goals for myself, mostly because I feel like I disappoint myself if I don't reach them. But yeah, that's just sort of how I'm feeling, especially because I just, I feel like this emotion is like coming up for me because I just enrolled in into classes and I like could visually see like how far along I am in my degree and how much I have left to do. Like after this year that I complete, in my fourth year, I'll have 
four classes left to do. And that's just, it's just crazy. I don't even know. Weird feelings. I'm excited, but I'm nervous and it's daunting and it's confusing all at the same time. Um, And it's just felt overwhelming for me lately. And also like paired with that, I've also been feeling like it's been feeling super hard to keep myself inspired. I think I was talking to Vince about this the other day. I don't know. There are so many things that I'm doing right now and, you know, little small goals that I have for myself. Like we're going on a trip in October and like I'm so excited for that. And traveling is something that keeps me very inspired. I don't know. I'm just like feeling like I work extra hard at keeping myself motivated and inspired. It's more inspired. Like I have to like constantly remind myself literally every day, like why I'm getting up every morning, why I'm, you know, still in school, things that I'm excited about, things that bring me joy. Like I have to like consciously be aware and think of these things all the time. And it's especially hard to like keep myself inspired when having emotional little like bumps in the road. It's not a bump in the road. It's totally normal to be like to have like emotional waves and whatever. But especially like through those times. And I'll get into this a little bit later too, like with my therapy and stuff. But yeah, I feel like I've had a really emotional year. And so I find that there's days where that kind of catches up to me and it just feels overwhelming. I think I'm going to use the word overwhelming a lot in this episode, but yeah, just what was I talking about? Also, this is hilarious because I'm sitting in my room by myself recording and I'm probably going to forget what I'm talking about (laughs) as I go because I don't have someone sitting here reminding me my ADHD is going to kick in a lot. Oh yeah, just like I have to, I feel like I have to work like 10 times harder to just like constantly remind myself, okay, like this is literally the list of things that are happening for you right now. This is what you're working towards. Like this is what you're doing. These are things that bring you joy and make you inspired about life. And I feel like, I feel like people are going to listen to that and be like, oh, like that's not good that she's feeling that way. Like that's concerning. And it's not feelings of like, it's not anything like helplessness or hopelessness. It's more just like, maybe it, maybe it is just like days where I feel like I'm having more of a down day. I'm, my brain is like working overtime and working 10 times harder to just be like, Maddie, like, it's okay. Your life isn't awful right now. Like, you have things that are making you happy, you have things that are bringing you joy, or you're working towards things in your life that are important to you. You're doing what you feel connected to, like you're doing a freaking podcast, you just got a new amazing job. Oh, that's something else I also want to talk about. So exciting. Um, But yeah, I just, I feel like I'm kind of hard on myself when I feel that way, because part of me is like, literally, why do I feel like this? Like, I have a great life. I live a very privileged life. And I don't have to like, there's nothing in life that I like, suffer to have. Truthfully, like, 
I'm able to pay my school. I'm, I have a roof over my head. I'm able to pay my rent. I'm able to pay for groceries. I'm able to like, you know, like I have independence in my life and I'm like, you know, like there's, it's not like I'm like struggling in like those aspects and it makes it like overwhelming to like enjoy life. It's just like, it definitely relates to just like my depressive tendencies and just how my brain functions, I guess. I just go through little bouts of like sadness and feeling uninspired and just feeling like down about myself. And, and when I start to feel like uninspired and, and sad and whatever else I'm feeling, when I start to feel those, those big feelings, I just like start to things, think other things about myself. I'm like, why, why am I in (laughs) university? Like, what a, like is there an actual purpose to me completing my degree like am i the things that i am interested in life like am i going to actually be able to do those things like i start to think like very negatively about myself i feel like that's something that in this next year this next chapter of my life and hopefully something that i can work through on this podcast doing episodes because i feel like it is it's already you know, like added so much value and growth to who I am. But I feel like I really need to work on just being kind to myself. And I like really suffer badly from imposter syndrome. I can like convince myself in an instant that like I shouldn't be doing things like a podcast and like no one cares about what I have to say. And like, you know, I can get like very negative. And so I feel like that's something that I really, really want to work on this year and something that I'm trying to work on in therapy as well. That sort of that sort of segues into the next thing I want to talk about. So I've been doing um, therapy for a few months now. Um, I'm seeing a new therapist for those of you that also, again, don't know that didn't listen to the second episode. I saw a therapist starting in grade 11, so 2013, 2012, 2013, I started seeing a therapist and I saw her for the next six years of my life. Um, and she was sort of helping me through kind of um, struggle, like mental health struggles that I was having at the time. Um, in grade 11, I kind of had a uh, a huge breakdown of, you know, how I was feeling and admitted to feeling very depressed. And yeah, so I I got help with her and I saw her for the next six years. And she really helped me in a lot of corners of my life. But it just sort of got to the point where, I mean, I feel like when I started therapy, I didn't know much about it. And I didn't, um, not that I didn't have a choice, but I was just, I don't even actually remember like how we found her or or what the situation was, but, um, I was just kind of told like, okay, this is the therapist you're going to, this is what she's going to help you with. And, you know, she was good in a sense for things like, like, for instance, I was put on 
um, a couple of different medications at the time to help me through it. And she was qualified to monitor me on those medications. So I didn't need to see my family doctor every couple of months or whatever it was. Um, And she had all sorts of connections to, you know, psychiatrists and psychologists and whatever. She could make referrals and she would like fax my doctor if she think I if she thought that I needed sort of like an up in one of my doses. Anyway, so she just was like very helpful in those areas and very helpful in helping me process some of the things in my life that I was struggling with, like how I thought about myself. And, you know, she kind of helped me solidify and realize that I am the person that I am. Like I'm not, um, I'm not the negative things that I was thinking at the time and helped me through some of um, things in my childhood that I was struggling with as well. Like she really did help me in so many different ways. But ultimately, I think as I got older as well and became an adult, I just, you know, formed my own opinions about things and just sort of realized that it wasn't working well. And I also felt like at the time when I decided that we weren't meshing well, I felt like I was a little bit more stable and I was able to kind of take a break from therapy, which, you know, I is it is what it is. I feel like looking back on it now, I probably should have continued, but um, I did what I felt like I needed to do at the time and it is what it is. But so, yeah, I took probably two years off, um, year and a half, two years off. Um, and I just felt like recently, I just felt like I was really struggling with, um, the trauma that I had back in, oh my God, when was it? Four years ago when, um, we had a break in at our home that resulted in a shooting. Um, I've just been really struggling with that. A lot of symptoms of PTSD and, you know, it's like, begin to sort of affect me in like all areas of my life. And so I just felt like recently, I feel like the the kicker for me was the fact that I had just moved out of the house that it happened in, my parents' home, and moved in with um, Vince, my boyfriend. Um, And I kind of thought that that would like solve some of the issues that I was having, some of the symptoms that I was experiencing, and it didn't help at all. (laughs) In fact, I like probably experienced symptoms more. And that's like sort of like being kind of like hyper, hypersensitive, hyper like aware of like what's happening. Like, for example, I will literally check the door three times at nighttime, maybe that's a little bit exaggerated. But if I'm having a really bad day, I like my brain can't remember that I did go lock the door or like I'll ask Vince two times, did you lock the door? And that's just one example of many symptoms that I'm having. But um, yeah, I think just moving here, I kind of realized like, oh, yeah, like, this like moving out of here, which is not the reason why I moved here, but um, yeah, I just kind of had a realization of like, okay, <laughs> like I need to process and unpack some shit about what happened clearly because I thought that 
changing my environment would be helpful and it wasn't. Anyways, kind of go off, got off on a little ramble there, but I've been seeing a new therapist. She's so amazing. She's a breath of fresh air and she actually works for a trauma recovery center here in Barrie and she is just really amazing. Something that I've noticed with her that's really different from my previous therapy experience and maybe something that for those of you that are listening, whether you're taking therapy now or going to take therapy, um, which I highly recommend to everyone. I think everyone in the universe should be in therapy, but that's just my opinion. Um, something that I've noticed is that she is constantly asking me um, what I want out of therapy and how I'm feeling about it. Like she'll ask, like, um, I'm thinking about doing this for next session. Like, how does that feel for you? Does that feel like that's going to be helpful or how are you like feeling about our relationship? Like, how do you think it's going? And is there anything that you want to change about how we do things or, you know, like that kind of like, um, she's like really granted me a lot of autonomy about it. And it's something that I really respect and something that I didn't get out of my last therapist. And, you know, not even something that I was even aware of when I did therapy for those six six years. I didn't even know that I was sort of like allowed to choose what direction we were going in. And so, yeah, she's been really, really amazing. She's so sweet. And she actually recommended, I don't know if it was the first, it was probably the second session. Um, She recommended and asked me if I had heard of, um, uh, EMDR. And what EMDR is, it stands for um, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy. So basically, you are using bilateral movements with your eyes and tapping with your hands um, to sort of awaken and trigger both parts of your brain. And what this does is it helps you sort of reprocess any sort of trauma that you've had and helps you store memories away properly. So basically what's happening and often what happens when people experience symptoms of PTSD, which is what I'm experiencing, um, is that you are, you're experiencing those symptoms of PTSD because you haven't filed away the memories in your brain correctly. And it happens a lot with trauma And so for me, what's been happening is, you know, I'm kind of in my brain, I'm just in a constant state of not always reliving the event, but just processing over and over and over and over again. And that kind of, you know, results in the like hyper awareness and sensitive sensitivity to like my surroundings and whatever it is. So she actually (laughs) like made me realize that that's what's happening in my brain. I haven't filed away the memories of the event correctly. And of course, also for me and also for, you know, many others that have suffered trauma, um, there's so many other things attached to trauma usually like 
in just for example, like someone that's experienced a trauma, whether it's, it was like within their family or it wasn't, how people respond around you, like how your family responds to that trauma can also add to the way that you think about the event and can be even more traumatizing. And so something else that I also struggle with is thinking about like the what ifs of the situation. Um, My event specifically could have ended with a fatality like very easily. And so I think just like that like shock factor for me is very traumatizing and makes me so, so anxious about literally anything now. And I just find like I'm less of a risk taker and I'm like, you know, I worry about like the what ifs of things and think kind of irrationally, not kind of, I think very irrationally about things that I wouldn't even think twice of back in the day, like back in the day. (laughs) But no, like, I just have a very irrational way of thinking sometimes. And I can get caught in sort of this tailspin of, yeah, emotions. And it's very overwhelming and very hard to deal with. And so, yeah, especially like kind of circling back to what I was talking about earlier, like just feeling like I have to work really hard at staying inspired and motivated and whatnot. When I have moments where the event of the or the yeah, the event of the trauma is kind of like triggering me or like <laughs> I want to use the word like flaring up. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like this trauma doesn't affect me every single day, but I would say like eight times out of 10, it does. And, you know, there are days here and there that I don't think about it, but for the most part, I am. And whether the symptoms are a severity, you know, whether it's like one out of 10 or 10 out of 10, in some way, shape, or form, I do experience symptoms of this. And so, just when it comes to like day-to-day things or like keeping myself inspired when I'm having a bad day and that's really affecting me, like the thoughts that I'm having are really affecting me. It's hard to be able to think of things that like inspire me or things that I'm motivated about, things that I'm excited about. I don't know. It's just, it's a freaking, I don't want to (laughs) swear. It's a freaking ride. It's so hard sometimes. Again, that's another thing I'm very aware of and very conscious about. I'm really trying to work through that. And really, I'm just dedicated to working on it and figuring it the fuck out because I don't want to live like this. And it's exhausting. And yeah, so I'm really excited that I have a new therapist. She is just so amazing. I feel like she just puts the sun and the moon and the stars in the sky. Like she's just so great. And I feel so comfortable with her. So I've really been able to just fully open up. There's no secrets. I literally just tell her everything. And so, yeah, actually, well, I'm filming this on Sunday, but when you hear this, it'll be the next day tomorrow on Tuesday that I start the very first session of EMDR. 
So the last session we did was kind of just um, a little bit of prep work and um, she kind of like walks me through what it's like to do like the tapping and the eye movements and what we were doing last session was she was getting me to think of a place that makes me feel calm and at peace because often when you do EMDR, it's quite intensive and can be very triggering and can kind of like send you in a spiral if you're not careful. And so something that you have to be able to do is sort of like take yourself to that like calm place and a place that you can envision that makes you feel just like a little bit more at peace and more centered. Um, so that's what we did last session. And I, I really liked it. It made me emotional literally right away, which I did not expect. My like sort of safe, calm, happy place is somewhere lost in Algonquin Park, just sitting at my campsite by the water, looking at the scenery. That was sort of the place that I envisioned. And as she was sort of guiding me through what she wanted me to think about and whatever, I was like so emotional. <laughs> like I started crying and I felt so embarrassed. And she was like, no, no, like this happens all the time. Like you have no idea, like happens way more often than you think it does. And, you know, I'm kind of preparing myself because I know that the rest of this therapy is going to be quite intensive and very emotional, but I'm really excited. And I'm just ready to do the work because I truly feel like it's going to help me in so many different corners, so many different aspects of my life right now. Yeah, because like like I was saying, it just can get overwhelming some days and can make feeling motivated or inspired feel 10 times harder. Anyways, let's talk about what is making me feel inspired and bringing me joy, making me excited, making me feel happy because there is so much going on right now for me that just like makes me giddy. Like this podcast being one of them for sure. I just have so many ideas and so many things that I want to do with it. And I have such a vision for what this space could be for me and so many other people. I just, I know I say I'm excited literally all the time and I, it's probably so annoying, but I really am just so excited and just so ready to just soak up everything that this space offers me. And I also just want to say while we're talking about the podcast, I just want to say thank you so freaking much to every single person that listens, every person that's over on my Instagram page that interacts with me all the time, people that have sent me messages. Oh my gosh, you guys make me cry. I just have had people from near and far, people that are across the world, people that are in my community that I've never met, that have reached out, taken the time to tell me how they feel about the podcast and what it's doing for them and just say thank you to me, which is just insane. It is so, it is such a crazy feeling. I feel like I, I could cry. I just have no words. It is, I honestly didn't expect this many people to like genuinely just celebrate me and genuinely support this journey. Like this is something that I feel like, 
you know, a lot of people might find is weird. Like not everyone is like super into podcasts and podcasting and social media and that kind of stuff. So it takes really special people to be able to celebrate something like this. And I'm so grateful. And I just feel like I have the best little community with me already. It's growing every single day. I'm just so thankful. So thank you so much. This podcast is something that truly, when I think about it, when I'm having a bad day, it just brings me so much happiness and makes me so fucking inspired and just so excited about life. Um, so I'm so thankful. Thank you, everyone. Um, something else that's happening right now that some of you may have seen on Instagram is that I got a new job with the most special person I've ever met in my life. Her name is Heather Kennedy. And she owns a little store called Blueberry Moon by the Bay. It's on Dunlop Street here in my hometown in Barrie. And it's just the most beautiful, magical, hippie store I've ever been to. I just freaking love it so, so much. And I would actually love all of you to meet Heather. I think, well, yeah, literally the first time I met her, she said that she wanted to do a podcast episode with me. So that will be hilarious and so fun. I'm really excited. She's got such a story to tell. I'm really excited for you all to meet her. I have no idea when <laughs> we're going to do a podcast. She's a busy bee, but um, I'm sure we'll work it out. And yeah, I'm so excited for you guys to meet her because she is such a cool human and I just love her so much. Um. But yeah, so let me chat a little bit about how I got connected with her because it is just one of those full circle serendipitous situations. So when um, Wenli had passed away a couple of weeks after her passing, I had reached out to her sister, Sasha, um, because I really wanted her blessing for the podcast. Um I knew that it was important for me to talk about Lee in the first episode because of how much she had inspired me to actually do this. And so I just reached out, I got her blessing, and we had a little chit chat. And in that conversation, she was telling me about a store downtown Barry who is doing t-shirts uh, for Lee to raise money um, in her name towards um, Cam H, I think it is. And so I was so excited and obviously like me being a little shopaholic, I'm like so excited that there's another cute little store in the Barry area. So anyways, a few weeks pass and Vince and I decided to go downtown and just shop around a little bit. I really wanted to stop at this store and just see what it's all about. I'd followed her on Instagram, so I got a little glimpse into what it was like and I was just so excited. Anyways, so Vince and I go in there, just an instant connection with Heather, just so special. I was so excited and we got to chit-chatting and something really, really, this is kind of one of the parts that feels so serendipitous to me. So in her store, at the back of the store, she got a mural painted and the mural is a quote 
from Ram Das, and it is the exact quote that my podcast name was born from. We're all just walking each other home. And it's the most beautiful mural. And I was so excited when I saw it. And I didn't say anything right away because I was so nervous. I feel like I get nervous when I tell people about the podcast. I don't know why I just do. But um, I was so excited. We were chit-chatting and I (laughs) was going to bring it up. Um, but just naturally Heather started talking about Ram Dass and I got so excited. So I interrupted her like I do. And she, or no, I was like, um, I just have to tell you, like this quote means so much to me. I just started a podcast and the podcast name was born from this exact quote. And she like loses it. She's like, oh my God, so exciting. I tell her all about it. She's like, I want to come on the podcast, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) She's like, I want to go in deep right away. Like, let's do this. She was just like so excited and celebrating it with me. She was, she was so sweet. And so anyways, we leave the store with our little um, purchases. So excited. I felt like I just had such a special interaction with her. And I left the store looking at Vince being like, I feel like I just met an older version of me. She's probably going to kill me for saying older version. She's not old. (laughs) I just mean like a different version of me. Um, Just like personality wise, I just felt like very like connected and aligned with her instantly. And I don't feel that with people very often. Like it takes a special person for me to be like, oh my God, I like feel very connected to them. Anyway, so a few weeks pass and she posts on her Instagram story that she needs um, some help at the shop just with staying organized and being her little right-hand man. She just needs someone um, to fill that position for her and help her. And so I respond right away and it had been like 30 or 20 minutes since she had posted it. So I was like, oh my God, she probably already has so many people responding. Like she's probably not going to respond back or even see my message. And she responds back right away and she goes, oh my God, Maddie, you're hired. She's like, yes. She's like, I'm going to be honest with you. The moment I met you, I just like felt so connected to you. And she goes, I think later we were talking and she told me that when I left the store, (laughs) she like had a moment of like, she just kind of thought in her head, like, oh, if I ever need help at the store, I like want her to help me. Like I want, I want her. I like her. And so we just had this moment of like, oh my God, yes, you're hired. Oh my God. Yay. I feel, I felt so connected to you when I first met you. Oh my God. So did I, no way, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, we just had this moment together. We were so excited. So I've done a few, um, spent a few days there already and it's just been the most incredible thing literally I've ever done. (laughs) Um, just being around her and around her energy. She's just the sweetest angel. I've ever met. And I feel like I have so much to learn from her. And just being in the vibes of the store, like everyone that comes through there is just so genuine and so loving and is so excited to be there as well. I just feel like the energy of the downtown community um, has become this really special um, 
really special thing and something that I'm beginning to really, really appreciate and love. And so, yeah, that's been something new in my life that is just the most exciting thing and fuels me up, makes me so happy. I was saying to Vince, this is just something that I've noticed that, you know, you know, those things that you can tell that just like, just feel right for you. And this is kind of random, but usually I, I suffer from really bad headaches. I get migraines literally all the time and I really need to go to the doctor and figure out what's happening. But anyways, I know at least one, one of the causes of my headaches is from stress and anxiety. Like I can get so worked up about things or so stressed or so anxious that it gives me a headache. And I've found that this happens a lot in workplaces for some reason, whether it's like the work environment or just like interacting with strangers sometimes, like I just find that I can make myself so stressed and anxious. And I remember after the first day that I spent there with her, I got in the car and I called Vince and I was just like shocked. I was like, Vince, I don't have a headache. Like I literally don't have a headache today. Like it just felt so right. I felt so comfortable. I felt so like celebrated and wanted there. I just, it felt so freaking good. And I mean, like even the last time that I was there, I just didn't have a headache. Like it's just not one of those things that brings me anxiety and makes me feel stressed and anxious. I just feel so like it feels so right it feels really, really good. And I feel just so excited about it. And just one of those things that's happening right now that is just so fucking inspiring. Something else that's also happening right now that I'm really excited about is Vince and I are planning a trip to Alberta in the fall. And oh my God, I just feel like traveling when I actually like make a plan to travel and it's like the months leading up to it and in the planning stages I'm just so freaking excited all the time and it actually really does help with like the day-to-day um like school or work or whatever it is that's happening it just and even with like the trauma of what's of of what happened it like really helps to just be planning something and, you know, feeling like you're going to like this really special, exciting place. And especially in the mountains. Oh my God. If you've ever been out West, you know that it's just the most magical, most energy giving place you've ever been in your life. And so, yeah, I'm just really excited to sort of, I've been feeling lately, like I'm like, especially because it's been COVID, I've been feeling like I'm like stuck in a box. I'm like in the apartment or I'm on my phone too much. That's also something I need to stop doing is being on social media too much, but I'm in the apartment or I'm on my phone too much, or I'm like in my computer doing schoolwork. It's like, I just want to get out of the boxes in life and I feel like traveling just allows me to to just enjoy what's in front of me and especially again 
in the mountains, it encourages you to get outside and like literally every activity you're doing, you're like on a hike or at a lake, you're like really just taking in the world. And I just really need that right now. And I'm just, oh, I've said I'm so excited a million times, but I'm so excited for that. And also this will be the first real trip that Vince and I have done together. We've done camping trips and whatnot together, but we've never been on a plane together. And so this will be hilarious and such a test of our relationship, but I'm so excited. (laughs) We'll be fine. I feel like I'm a good person to travel with, not to toot my own horn, but I feel like I'm a pretty mellow uh, person to travel with. So hopefully our relationship survives. We'll have to update. But (laughs) um, we're also going to see my brother who lives in Calgary. So that's really exciting because last time I was out west, the stars did not align. And um, out of all the years that he lived there, um, he was living in Ontario and I was out west. So we just didn't get to connect. And that's something that I've always wanted to do with him is just be out there with him and experience it because he's lived there for so many years. Um, I know that he knows all the good local spots um, and something that he's always wanted to do for so long as well, have me out there and show me around. So super, super looking forward to that. It's going to be so freaking fun. And because Vince and I know that we are going to be very active out west and hopefully, hopefully summon a mountain. Who knows? But um, (laughs) we're just going to be doing a lot of hikes and whatnot. So we've been trying to stay really active right now, which really boosts my mood so much. You guys know I am an advocate for getting outside and being in nature and in the trees. And um, it really, really helps me so much today Vince and I went on a hike in Springwater for those of you that know where that is and yeah we climbed a really big hill that almost killed us but um no we we both felt just like so amazing afterwards and the endorphins were going and we stopped at a little local salad bar and got a really yummy salad and it just Then we did, oh, then we did some grocery shopping and we like got vegetables and like all the good stuff and just stocked up on that kind of stuff. So it just like (laughs) puts me in a good mood, but also makes me make better decisions when it comes to like food and my health and like fueling my body as well. Like when I'm consistently active, I don't want to eat like crap. And so that's something that's also been really helping me for sure, for sure is getting out and staying active. Um, And I'm trying to do more of that rather than stay at home and scroll through um, social media because that's also something that happens with trauma that I feel like people don't always talk about. Like I feel like sometimes I'm so overwhelmed with um, like what's happening in my brain that I am like mindlessly scrolling through my phone and I'm unable to get tasks done. So moral of the story here is go to therapy and get outside and be active because it will help in every corner of your life. Okay, so let's do a little quote time here. Um, Let's see, I'm looking through 
to see. I really like this one. Maybe we'll do two because I really like this one and I also just saw another one. So this one says, your relationship with yourself is the most important one you'll ever have. I feel like that just speaks to what I talked to or what I just talked about, like really just putting in the work with the therapy I'm doing and, you know, reminding myself to be gentle about the fact that it's okay that I don't have a goal (laughs) right now. Like I'm just living my life and doing what I feel is right and doing what I feel is, I don't know, just doing what I feel is right for me and what I feel connected to and aligned with. And I don't need to meet a standard of anyone else. I don't need to measure my goals to someone else's goals or my life to someone else's life. Yeah, I just, I feel like I'm definitely in a chapter of my life right now where I'm really just trying to create a good relationship with myself. Mm. I really like this one. It says, you still have a lot of time to make yourself be what you want. I love that. I feel like we can all sort of get in this way of thinking of like, we're running out of time when in reality, um, there's just no time bomb to life. Okay, last one. Last quote. We're doing three quotes because we're crazy. Okay, I love this one. It says, what I want you to know as you make your way into the world. Life is a series of fresh starts. There will always be a new beginning ahead of you. You do not owe anyone anything and you do not need anyone's permission to exist in this world. It's okay to change your mind. Learn what makes you feel safe and grounded and remember to do those things when you need comfort. If your haircut is awful, it will grow out. If you need help, there is always a book that can help you. When life is wonderful, remember that you made the choices that got you here. And when life is challenging, remember that you always have the power to make a new choice. Ugh, I also love this one. This one says it's a Sunday reminder, but we're going to make it a Monday reminder. It says, whatever last week held, Whatever you passed through, take a moment to recognize your own strength, your own resilience, your own capability. You are still here. You are still going. Remember that as you close your eyes tonight, remember it as you move into a new week. You are strong, you are capable, and you are doing great things. I love that. Love it so much. I will end it there, folks. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope you liked this episode. Definitely a different vibe than having someone else here with me. I'm not going to lie. It was a little hard to keep talking and like reminding myself of where I was going with my thoughts, but I hope you enjoyed. Thank you again so much for listening and I'll see you next time.